0: You know, some football players today remind me
1: of Cuban cigars. They're wicker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today.
2: Everyone
3: rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatian wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room Cigar, small batches, limited product- Unlimited
4: enjoyments. The recently released Perdomo Double Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun Grown, or Maduro... Each Perdomo Double Age 12-year vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskies, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-year vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast.
5: What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on. You never light a cigar that way. You use a wooden match.
1: Preserves the flavor, you see.
0: Broadcasting live at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Lounge in Pointon Beach, Florida. Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com. Smoking like some wins from Churchill, like John Kennedy, yeah. Remember
6: Coach Red Arbott, smoked up for victory, Where yeah. Well, you can take my wife, you can take my
2: car, but you can't take my big cigar. My cigar, yeah.
4: My cigar. Yeah. Listeners, libertarians, and lovers of the leaf. I'm your host, Honest Abe, with my gang, Adam K. the Brewmeister. Ahoy, hoy And the lovely Lady M. Good morning. We are back, broadcasting live from the main cigar lounge in the world-famous Casa Monte Cristo Cigar Bar, right in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. So if you're anywhere in the area, stop on by. We have the lovely Anna in the house this morning. Making bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys for Woo. everybody in the house. No, Lady M wants a Bloody Mary. I
7: don't. I, I so do. I know, I don't.
4: Yes, you want you a Stella? Do. I'm
7: on three weeks right now. You're such a liar. Oh, Why? Well, okay, you're
4: such I a told liar. you. Emily's a guy. I, I, listen. Oh, but except Sunday I did have margaritas. I
7: did have a, I had one, one margarita. margarita. But That's listen. Not three weeks. Okay, fine. I have three been weeks. You're on six days.
4: You're on six days. You know, Listen, I've cut back.
7: Like, I've you, cut back. I don't want I don't want to. You need to
4: turn your coin in. You need to turn your coin in. What does that mean? You have to turn your coin in. What does that mean? It's <laughs> exactly. like when you're on recovery every oh, year. Oh, stop it.
8: I'm not, I'm not every on month, recovery. You I'm just. They give yeah. you a 2
4: weeks. But when you mess up, you've got to turn your coin oh, in. Shit. And you've got to start over. My favorite's the bar that had the big bowl. You know, drop your chip in for a free drink. Oh, the, really? Oh, there's a true bar. Oh, oh. yeah, they had a big oh, bowl. Oh, stop it. Yeah, so... it's in Del Rey here, home of Recovery Land, yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, my terrible. God. Yes. Bad. I forgot the name of the bar, but they got a big bowl, and it's full of all these rehab chips. And they drop your chip in for a free drink. Oh, oh
7: my goodness. That is awful.
4: I think it's pretty good marketing. That's so bad. Why is it bad? If a guy's going to drink, he's going to drink. He might as well get his first one free. Because you're, like, <laughs>
7: enabling <laughs> oh. him. Like, you're just like it's like, here, hand. Listen to me. Out.
4: out. This
2: is not a is funny it really topic. A,
4: wait, do no, Wait. Listen to me. Is it, well, you know this topic's close to my heart. Oh. But is it really enabling the guy? If he's in the bar already and sees the bowl, he's already determined he's going to go have a drink. No,
7: no. He goes to the bars for that specific reason.
4: Oh, yeah. The free drink is going to put him over the edge.
7: Probably gets him in it's the bar. get him started.
4: Gosh, all right. Well, I, but I, I get your point. I get your point <laughs> you're making. I didn't know we had such tree huggers on the show.
2: I, I am absolutely far from that, but.
4: I don't think a free drink, if a free drink really at a bar that you have to drive through to get a free mm-hmm. drink is going to put you over the edge and you really aren't recovered in my opinion.
2: Right. However, the fact that they're already there isn't helping. All right. That's on the to the next. On to the
4: next topic. Well, yeah, we had a week off last week, so we're glad to be back. Tell us about your trip to Disney. I had a good trip to Disney, I tell you, man. What a racket! But it's a good <laughs> <trip>. <laughs> what a racket. Oh.
7: Were you over it the uh, first day, or were you Disney. like, okay, I can people. do this?
4: I was over Orlando like in the first 15 minutes, really. But yeah. I mean, um, you know, I got three kids, so it was just. It was con- for them. Yeah, it was continual magic for them, man. And and you know, they're all pretty good about selling the magic. Everybody in there. You know, I mean my daughters did the bippity boppity boopity bippity whatever boutique thingy. So they dressed them all up like princesses and then everywhere they went, everyone would say, Hello, Princess Elsa. Oh, well, really? go, everywhere. <laughs> Every employee in the park. They treated them funny, like they were the real princess. So I mean, yeah, they're pretty good at shelling the spiel, but you know, I figured now my my, my six month old will probably be ready. So I got a good four years before I have to do it again. Yeah. But And you uh, probably
7: yeah. just go with him. <laughs>
4: No, because we didn't see Universal, because they're all too young for Universal still. So by the time he's ready for Disney, you know. But I really think Disney's more of a girls thing. You know. Yeah, I mean, for sure.
7: Asher, I mean, he's not going to get all. Of the I mean, glam when I was a kid, my
4: dad took me to Disney. I thought it was cool because it's a ride. But you know, if you're going to go to an amusement park ride, I mean, there's a lot of amusement park I means I really think Disney's really geared more for yeah. little girls and boys. You know, I mean, I yeah. can see how a boy can have fun with it, but. The crowds weren't too bad. They, you know, we fast-passed. My daughter, who's fearless, went on every roller coaster. My six-year-old. I, I didn't even fast-pass Space Mountain because she, my oldest is six. So I figured no one's riding that. She rode it. Then the next day, she did a 250-foot free-fall drop. I'm not kidding. 250 feet. Man, I got the video. When they're cranking her up in the air, like you see the Ferris wheel way down here, the big Ferris wheel. And they're up here, and you can hear her screaming. The best is my wife's response when they let her go. You hear my wife in the background screaming, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. But they dropped <laughs> her. her baby. <laughs> yeah, they dropped her, man. The girl is fearless. The guy looked at me. and goes, you're not doing this? I'm like, those cables don't hold me. Because usually at my size, there's always a disclaimer, like the limit's like 280 pounds. I am like, how was that in high school? Give me a break.
2: And the guy's like, oh, no, they hold 1,800 pounds. I'm like,
4: I'll pass.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be the person to prove your theory wrong. Yeah. Okay.
4: Mm, no. No. <laughs> no. But yeah, she did it. She was fearless. So we really had a nice trip. And then my wife and I had a nice dinner in um, Victoria and Alberts in the Grand Floridian.
7: Beautiful dinner. I love oh. the pictures. I mean, I've
4: I've eaten in a lot. I mean, I've been to Vegas, I've been to Chicago. I mean, I've eaten a lot of great places, but this was some next level stuff. Yeah. It really is. When you walk in and they bring an ottoman for your purse, so your purse doesn't sit on That's the floor. That's special. Yeah. Then then my favorite was in the beginning of the, the beginning of the meal. He says, you know, would you like a house sparkling or flat? Or would you like to see our water list? I said, I got to see the water list. <laughs> 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 Let me see what's on this water. Li- a water list. They have about twenty different bottles of water from all over the world. So I ordered a nine-dollar bottle of like Highland Springs from the hills of Scotland. I don't know what it was. Hell <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's just crazy. was it
7: anything different? Could you tell? Yeah,
4: it was good water. It Let was me just tell you. I mean, right. it was chilled. It was cold water, but nine dollars. When in Rome. Oh, uh, it, it's it's um it, it's really good. It's a pre-fixed menu. And it's like $150 a person, which is really not bad for seven courses. And they're not, mo- I mean, they're not monster courses. Don't get me wrong. When the first course came, I looked to my wife, and the first thing I said is, "We're gonna have to stop and get something to eat on the way home." I mean, no kidding. But um, by the end of the meal, we were pretty stuffed. I mean, you really, I mean, you, you don't walk out like enormously stuffed, but you're full. You know, and they bought three different rolls with three different butters during the meal.
7: The black truffle. Oh, butter. one of them was
4: black truffle bread with black truffle butter. I was like licking the <laughs> <laughs> I
7: was
4: licking the plate of the butter. You know, black truffle is a thousand dollars a pound. Yes it is. So yeah it's it's it, it but it was the service. I mean there was only like probably eighteen tables. It's 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 one of the top fifteen restaurants in the country. Yeah. There's only like eighteen maybe tables in there and there's one playing harp in the middle of the room and everybody's in unison and when they validated not only did they validate my parking by the time we got downstairs, they had already had the car pulled up. I mean, it's everything. It's just, it was a top-notch thing, and uh, it was a, it was nice to have an adult night on the trip. Yeah, it was very good.
7: That's awesome. Yeah,
4: so it was very cool. So we got an interesting show for you this week. We got Hiroshi Robaina of HR Cigars here in Khan Cigars We're going to talk about his uh, new stuff and what it's like being in the United States. Um, we have what I'm very excited for is uh, <laughs> Mistress Raven, Dominatrix, We're going to talk about her and her lifestyle and. Of course, as part of my new segment called Punished Producer, we're gonna head get John licked. John's gonna get paddled by Mr. mr. Raven. Can we? Uh, can we get Emily test this out for us?
7: I'm not being paddled.
4: I think you should test it out. It'll break my... She's got no cushion whatsoever. Break the bone I think
7: in my butt. <laughs> on, me...
4: But um, no, I'm pretty excited about John getting paddled. I and mean, he, I, I figured he'd come in like with thick denim jeans today. Why not? he wore these like flaky shorts, man, you're you're ready to feel something. Today. Yeah. They're like
7: the skin tight. Oh yeah. Uh,
4: <laughs> oh we didn't bring the oh big paddle? oh it's got holes in it so she can get extra speed on this
7: oh is that why I, let me that? let me
4: see that paddle oh i like that grab that paddle where's the big one that's uh, dude this will do damage are you kidding me look at this Ooh, take a picture of this mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah this is gonna be good now mr straven are you a double hand or are you just one hand Oh, just one. I right. see. So you to get just one of these. Oh, she knew right away. She knew right away. She's oh, a pro. Yeah. So I um, <laughs> look forward to learning all about this. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Kiss My Ass Radio. For our listeners in New York who will be listening to the show tomorrow, we're going to do a promotion for all the guys out there who hear the show uh, recorded. We're going to do a Facebook promo. You're, it's posted on there now. Post this your best Facebook picture, cigar picture, Facebook cigar picture. We're going to send you a five pack of Cubanikon cigars, courtesy of. Uh, H.R. and Kavonicon Cigars. So um, post us out there. Uh, we're going to let it run all week. We'll name the winner next week, so you got all week to post it on there. So uh, whether you're listening live or catch a show in one of our downloads, you can download the podcast every Monday on iTunes or directly from KissMyEdgeRadio.com. You have a chance to win. Uh, also, uh, speaking of giveaways, our fine folks at Zycar. every week give away our lucky listeners. They're wonderful products, guaranteed for life. What are the fine folks at Zycar giving away today?
7: This week, uh, when you're the 10th caller after hearing the Zycar sound, this sound? Yes, you're going to get a Zycar XI2. Uh, This is a beautiful blue cutter and also a can of Zycar butane. Over $50 value of car prizes guaranteed for life.
4: Very nice. Is the butane guaranteed for life?
7: Not the butane. Oh, you, once you use it, it's out. But the, oh. the, Just want to, to clarify <laughs> that
4: for it our listeners. Not start giving yes. people false information. And, and also, fantasy- Oh, yes, you got more oh yeah,
7: Recluse. Social media word.
4: Yes. Listen, uh, we post it every Friday on our Facebook and we tweet it out. If you hear the social media word, be the 10th caller at 877 960
7: 9960.
4: You're right. Yes. I never get that number right. Um, be a tenth caller, and you will win a five pack of iconic uh, Recluse cigars, from iconic cigars. So, uh, listen for that word. If you don't know that word, hop on our Facebook, and, uh, and you should be able to find it posted it there. And also, Fantasy Fumari is back, season four. Yes, Fantasy Fumari is our version of fantasy football. We actually have a draft. We're looking for sixteen coaches anywhere in the country to draft three cigars. You got to draft three cigars, and that'll be your team for a total, of, I think, eight weeks.
7: Uh- yeah. I think it's
4: 8 weeks. Approximately eight yeah, 8 weeks, weeks. and four uh, we, rounds we we track two, we week, yeah. We, yeah, we track we track the sales and uh, your team that does the most stick sold for that time will advance and the winner is going to get a $100 gift card courtesy of Best Buy. Best Buy. Best Buy. You can use it to buy that uh, go to that brand new TV for the Super Bowl this year or next year. Baseball. Yes. So yeah, check out www.kissmyashradio.com. Click on the fantasy Fumari link. We only have room for 16 coaches, so don't miss out. Right after the break, we're going to have John Garcia of C- Cigar Band.
7: Cigar Bandit.
4: They keep changing the name of the company. I keep forgetting. Cigar Band Merch. That's it. Cigar Band Merch. We're going to talk about what they do uh, right after this.
8: Follow us on Twitter
5: at Yeah, Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member.
9: Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our Decade Cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue.
3: Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution.
10: Bill Paley, Samuel Paley's grandson, has dedicated himself to creating cigars emblematic of the original La Polina brand created by his grandfather over a century ago. La Polina premium handmade cigars represent a marriage of the finest tobaccos blended by master artisans. La Polina has consistently received top honors from all industry publications, including Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year and Cigar Journal's Best American-Made Cigar. La Polina, premium handmade cigars, available only at fine tobacconists.
6: Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top-rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VillagerCigars.com.
4: Thank you, Jeff Groover, for doing Emily's job. Yeah, he's he's on the ball. Listen, are you available every Saturday? Jeff,
7: you're hired.
4: Are you available every Saturday? He's
7: way better looking too. Supply you know what? That here. could be argued. Yeah, that could no, actually he's, be. He's
4: a good looking guy. He is. That could be he's argued. Stud. Welcome back, honest Abe. with my gang, Adam Kaye and the lovely lady Em. I'm gonna stay out of this argument. <laughs> No, what but you, I'm agreeing with them. You, you know what? And I just have to bring this up, but you know what was the topic of conversation at Poker Night? Oh, boy. Because the guys always ask me what's going on in the show. Mm-hmm. I told them about Mrs. Raven paddling. They wanted you to get paddled. Really? Yeah. They said, would he actually express any emotion? I said, I don't know. The most I could see him say is, "Ow." oh, that hurt.
2: Oh. Yeah, I don't
4: know. But that was actually the conversation at Poker last night.
2: I can't believe I'm on the topic of Poker.
4: Yes. They didn't know if you would actually express anything by getting paddled. Ah. What do you think?
7: Well, we're I just think, gonna have I, to find out. I
4: think Adam actually might like it. <clears throat> deep down are you willing, Are you willing to get paddled? I, if as long as Emily wants to do
2: it too. Oof.
4: I think Adam really wants. I think Adam, first off, likes anything that kind of brings any attention to him whatsoever. Not at all. I think you do deep down. Uh, no.
2: I don't think he
7: does, but he he'll, he'll take one for the team.
4: Ah. Well, he listen after smoking Matt Buse. Pill oh. after that. Pretty much.
7: He did that oh, as how a great did smoke.
4: I, Oh, so nasty! The aroma of that lit cigar. Did was you
7: insane. inhale it?
4: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I saw smoke oh. trickling out of your nose. Then there oh. was definitely no retrohaling. Oh, it was nasty. Oh. I... puffed out it twice. Yeah, that's what they made. Who
7: me. rolled it? I did,
4: George George Rico.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
4: they had George Rico roll it right up. The- it so funny.
8: You just see it in the video. It was
4: so nasty. Yeah, he rolled the it like, hair, right there. Right. The hairs were just sticking out of the seams of the wrapper and all out the end. So,
7: George Rico had to get like a lick on that. And, he like,
4: shaved it. Shave. Yeah, he shaved it. They just put it with some filler, and he just literally, he like rolled it like a big blunt.
7: Oh, my gosh.
4: I'll like, have to it, watch it, the it, video. It was, I've
7: never watched the video. Oh, it's,
4: it's pretty bad. It's
7: so terrible.
4: All right, sitting with us right now for our new segment is uh, John Garcia of Cigar Band's Merch? Yes, sir. cigar Base merch. John, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks, Abe. So, John, tell us a little bit about your company and what you guys do.
11: We're able to turn actual paper cigar bands into rings. And uh, basically, they mail us the cigar bands that they want to turn into a ring, the customer. We create a mold for it um, and then uh, pour some enamel on top to protect it. And it's a hobby that started about six years ago. I was going
4: to say, you've been doing it for a while.
11: Yeah, since 2009. We actually started with John Huber. He was the first one to kind of embrace it before he was even with Crown Heads. And then he moved over to Crown Heads. We did a Headley Grange ring for him and then uh, the Las Calaveras I as saw well. the Las Calaveras. It yeah, a yeah, so.
4: nice ring. Now, guys, customers, consumers, now you, do you actually use the actual band?
11: The actual band. So the actual band is actually used in the ring. The actual paper band. So, obviously, you can't duplicate color like that in metal. Mm-hmm. So it really is, it's a talking point. It's a great conversation piece. We've only made, in maybe nine years, maybe 50 rings. So the 50 people out there really have a unique piece, uh, and we enjoy doing that. And you can make rings without the bands. Yeah, you, like I, we did with Syndicato. Right. Good for you guys. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, whenever we are speaking with the manufacturer and they want to do a ring, uh, we can do that as well with the logos.
7: You can do a cool design because I see Abe's ring right, right yeah, now, and a lot a of wonderful it. detail.
11: I mean, it's a beautiful piece. Yep, and, and, and Abe gets a lot of credit for that, too, because he actually helped design it. So we work with, uh, you know, the it was actually designed
4: by a friend of mine named Brian oh, Pearson. Okay, all right, he, well. You know, he's a guy where I don't want to take credit, but okay. I did tell him what I was looking for, and he, he did the artwork. Yeah, and it,
11: we were so. able to replicate it, you know, I think the detail of that thing. yeah. Is, yeah,
4: amazing, is pretty, pretty It was a very detailed ring, so yeah. this is gorgeous. So if a consumer wants a cigar band ring, he goes to your website?
11: He goes to uh, cigarbandmerch.com, fills out a little form just to get a quote, because obviously we can't work with every band. Some bands are too big. And so they want the ave maria band we can't do we can't do that band it's a, it's too no m bombay bands <laughs> no
7: triple stacker.
11: Yeah, exactly. So we have to sometimes say no, we can't, you know, pick another band. So usually, you know, once we get a band, it retails on an average of about 350, uh, and they're all custom made. I mean, every single ring right. is made for that person. So it's it. Are they stainless steel? No, we do mostly sterling silver. Sterling silver. Yeah, And then some gold plated. We've done Bahike. We did a Bahike ring in, in gold, and it was pretty amazing. That was nice. One it's really pictures. not bad for a custom ring, you know, 350. Yeah, no, no not at all. No. You look for custom jewelry out there, and you'll pay more. And on the website, you got pictures of all the rings you guys. Made. Yep, we got pictures of all the rings, and we're, you know, talking to, uh, to, you know, just people all, all day, and and we'll be adding more pretty soon. I got a question
4: though, being that you're selling a product that belongs to a cigar manufacturer, is there any licensing issues with that, well, or how does that work?
11: Well, with the paper, it's kind of like they're hiring me as, as basically an artist. You know, it's, 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 art, it's right. their band. You know, kind of they bought, they the, bought cigar. the cigar, right, right? They got the band, and they want to turn it into a piece of art. So that's a commissioned. It's almost like a commissioned piece that we're doing. Now, obviously, the full metal bands, we don't do any of these uh, without full permission. Right. Be, you know, I don't play like that. We just did Alec Bradley. Uh, we did one for Padilla, which is beautiful. It's a 3D Padilla, line.
4: You know how happy it makes me say that you Padilla. Padilla. Because he is a Dilla. Padilla.
11: Yeah, so so those are great, and, and we're looking forward to, you know, it's starting to catch on, and, and I appreciate you having me here because, uh, you know. No, I'd like to get this out. I mean,
4: this is a cool concept, and I've seen your rings for years, even yeah. before I got one. I yeah. Mean, we, um, I've seen it online
11: and on your website. Were you
7: were you into cigars first or jewelry making first? No, How did that?
11: No, definitely cigars. My uncle, uh, you know, I'm Cuban American. My uncle has a shop in in New Jersey called Havana Cigars, and that got me hooked working with him. You know boutique little little cigar shop, great people, you know, the culture, Just I just got wrapped up in it. Yeah. But smoking cigars, then I started just putting the bands on my finger. I have, yeah. s- you know, slender fingers, so I would always put it on. I'm like, how come no one makes rings of these things? They're beautiful. So, they are, really. Yeah, Most they are. A hard, lot of, of the ornate. You yeah, really do you have
4: important. one that people order more than another? Or do you have, a, like, a real popular one? Well, the
11: Liga Undercrown is right now, uh, uh, everyone, not everyone, but we get a lot of requests for that one. Um Toro Fuentes, Gloria Cubanas. Though, you know, the ornate bands right. that seem to do well. Interesting. Yeah. Any any bands that you got that you said, oh, man, what is this brand? Well, you know, I went. I was hmm. in Calle Ocho, and there's a, a, a Cuban antique shop, and he has a book of oh. antique cigar bands. And we did one with uh, Abraham Lincoln. There was a line of president bands. Really? Yeah, actually. actually. I yeah, we're to, to see it. that. It's pretty wild, actually. So, yeah. Oh, look at this. Yeah. So those are great because... Johnny, take a picture. This is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's Abraham Lincoln there. So those are great because they're they're out of print. Those you know you'll mm-hmm. nev- you never you never you'll never find I that.
4: I Don't think I've ever seen anything like I that. I can't believe there was actually a band made with Abraham Lincoln. On. They have
11: actually all the presidents, and so this guy has this whole book. I was I was blown away. So I'm trying to work with. He gave them. you the band or sold no, you No, no. I actually paid uh, I think thirty five dollars for that. Meanwhile, it was a five cent cigar when it <laughs> for came for out. For sure, yeah. yeah.
4: Holy cow, yeah. So uh, yeah, pretty-
11: so things like this would be you know uh, collectors kind of things that we want to do now. Do you, do you hope to make this? I mean,
4: is this just going to remain like an artistic hobby for you, or do you? It, I, mean, I I imagine the time is time Oh yeah, to make I make
11: I make no money on it. I get some free cigars, so that's always <laughs> nice. I get to hang out with you guys and, <laughs> and, and meet a lot of great people. But we are trying to to get to the next level, and obviously, it'll be maybe licensing, uh, licensing major cigar brands and being able to do a jewelry line. Uh, that's where we're kind of headed with it. So hopefully that'll work well, out.
4: Will the production process change? Just, you know. Yeah,
11: once you go to... Something. I mean, I imagine
4: if you've got a hundred orders today. That'd be almost problematic for oh, you. Almost, yeah. Yeah.
11: Uh, yeah. We have had priced some of these things, uh, you know, for mass quantity. So we have it in place in case it does happen, yeah.
4: Good. But
11: for now it is a once, you know, it's just a custom piece one at a time. Is there and anything
4: else you guys are thinking about doing other than Oh rings? yeah, w-
11: we have a design for a watch for Ave Maria, oh, wow. which is beautiful. We did an Ashtray design for Alec Bradley. Now, are
4: you going to use somebody else's watch? Are you going to have your own timepieces
11: made for that? Or yeah, no, our own timepieces. Really? I mean, the, the movements you kind of. But you're I, not going to buy somebody else's prefab. No, no, brown. yeah, it'll be custom. Yeah, this design came out great. I love it. I, it's on the Facebook page. You will see, it's a, it's in gold, the Ave Maria. So we are kind of trying to. That's why we're calling it cigar band merch because we want to be more, you know, more than rings. Right, but right, right. The, tu- the problem with rings is every, you know, it's it's your size, so everyone has to be custom made. We're a watch. Every, you know, everyone can wear exactly, and a bracelet or a necklace. couple links. Exactly, yeah. Oh,
4: very cool. So anybody who's interested, please check out John's uh, site. It's Cigar Bands Merch.
11: Yeah, band, no S. No Cigar S, Bands. that's all I want to make sure. Yeah. So
4: it's CigarBandMerch.com. Yes, sir. Check it out. It's on, it's on our Facebook page, too. There you Cigar go. Band. John Garcia, oh. thank you for coming on.
11: Thank you for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Appreciate uh, it, guys. Up
4: ahead yes. after this, Hirochi Robaina of CubanaCon uh, Cigars. Stay tuned.
11: Life, liberty,
0: and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio.
4: The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Sirr and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo brand. In just the first year of E.P. Carrillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number eight cigar of the year. And Rob reports best of the best honor. Although EP Carillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at $450 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try EP Carillo. Pick up an EP Carillo at your nearest station.
1: Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. And again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today.
12: Coot Cigars presents Mito a balanced, complex cigar with dominant notes of earth and sweet cream complemented by cocoa, spice, and nuts. With fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras and employing a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, this medium to full-bodied cigar offers a delicious, bittersweet combination with an easy draw with a rating of 91 by Cigar Snob Magazine. Needle Cigars, presented by Coots available at tobacconist retailers
10: nationwide. Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S.com. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored
2: by CLE Cigars.
4: Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year With numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in sun-grown armaduro.
0: Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M.
4: Oh, of course.
2: <laughs> it's too far. I know. If there was, like, less of a lead-up, right. like maybe it would be okay. Yeah. All
4: right. Now I can go into the show. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, folks. I'm Steve here with my gang, Adam K. and the lovely Lady I M. Mean, we are broadcasting live from the main cigar lounge at the world-famous Casa de Monte Cristo Cigar Bar here in the heart of Boynton Beach, Florida. If you're anywhere nearby... Uh, please stop on by. We have the lovely and beautiful Anna here, serving cappuccinos and bottomless bloody marys and mimosas. You cannot go wrong. Lady M is on her uh, six-day hiatus of liquor. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Every week we like to invite a very special person to be on. Why? I consider my favorite part of the show.
6: I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window. Open it, and stick your head out and
4: yell. It's time to meet your maker. Are you going to kiss the boot? (laughs) I have to. (laughs) Yes. You know, John, you're really challenging me to come up with something you won't do now. You really are. Oh, boy. All right, if you're just joining us, uh, we have uh, straight from the motherland uh, for our Meet Your Maker segment... Hirochi Robaina of Cubacana Cigars. Uh, Mr. Robaina, welcome. Thank you for being on Kiss My Edge Radio. Thank you. Oh, we're glad to have you. It's pretty amazing. Now, your family has a very strong in the cigar world. Can you give us a little bit about the history?
13: Well, my family start in the tobacco life in 1845. Oh. Wow. So the grandfather of my grandfather, he, he started to grow tobacco in, in our farm. So after him, well, my grandfather, father, my grandpa, after my dad, my uncle. And right now, I'm the fifth generation growing tobacco in the same farm. Same farm? Yeah.
4: Wow, amazing.
13: And and
4: how did you start? How old were you when you started working the farm?
13: Well, my first job in tobacco was not in the farm. My first job was in the factory. I was a roller in the Partagas factory. How old was this? Uh, 17 years old. Wow. And also in the Uman factory. I've been there for one year in the Partagas factory and one year in the Uman factory. The reason is because my grandfather, he like I start in the in the industry. And after two years, he talked to me to, to come back to the farm to teach me about, about to grow tobacco in the farm.
4: Wow, that had to be amazing.
13: Yeah, for me it was very, very nice because my grandfather was uh, the best teacher.
4: Now, did you, did you find that? Now, you, you, you still reside in Cuba? Yes. You still live in Cuba. So, how, how has, how has you seen the development over the years since your childhood till now? You said, you said, you, you you basically still work on the same farm. So your family, you know, that your family started in 1800.
13: Yes, yes. I'm I'm in the same farm, uh, science. Right now, it's 170 years. Wow. In the same farm. That's truly amazing. Is is is, is this your first time here in the United States? No, no. No. It's not my first time. My first time was in uh, 2014 in. The oh, just last year. Yes, last year in the IPCPR in Las wow. Vegas.
4: Wow. What, what was it like coming to the United States for the first time?
13: Oh, it was amazing. It was a dream.
4: Wow. Pretty wild. And to go to Vegas, of all places, to yes. boot. I mean, <laughs> talk about coming to the United States for the first time. Holy cow. Uh, that's the way That's the way to come, really. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it like? Can you share some great stories about working with your grandfather? Uh, you, your grandfather was Vegas Robaina. Yes. One of the most renowned growers and you know, scar makers in Cuba. Yeah. Can you tell us any great stories about working with your father?
13: Well, as um, many history with my grandfather. I sleep with my grandfather. I take a shower with my grandfather. Wow. I stay with him all the time during many years. So it's many histories. A lot uh, of stories. Uh, one of the history very very nice is uh, uh, years ago uh, we've been in milano in, in italy yeah and some reporter reporters made the interviews to him and one of the of the people asked to him uh, alejandro uh, why you uh, think the t- toscana cigars from here from italy uh, the insects don't send eat and the Cuban cigars, the insect eat the Cuban cigars. And my grandfather very, very quickly he, the answer was because the insect doesn't eat shit. <laughs> so it was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: the insects. <laughs> That's a great story. That's a great story. That
13: is. Uh, after that, he apologized. With the <laughs> 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 but was what he feel by uh, is by your father hour. in the tobacco t- cigar industry as well? Yes. Yeah. Right now he's in the he he work in the store, in the cigar store in uh Fifth Avenue and sixteen was the first Casa de Lavano in the world. Yeah. In Cuba.
4: Wow. And he, he works in that store. Yes. That's he sells cigars. Well. He sells cigars. He made promotions. Do do they sell a lot of cigars in Cuba? What? Are a lot of cigars sold in Cuba? Yes. There are. Yes. Is man. it is it mostly tourism? Yes. Yeah, mostly tourists. Yeah, you know we forget here in America that the rest of the world can still go to Cuba. <laughs> you know we think you know, nobody's going to Cuba, but we forget the rest of the world <laughs> still visits it's Cuba. Many vacations.
13: peoples, many peoples every day in the, in the in the cigar store.
4: So how did you get involved with making a Nicaraguan cigar and working with you know and, and, and coming up with your HR and Kubanica kind of brand? How did how did that whole evolution develop?
13: Well. Uh, Uh, In Nicaragua, uh, Omar Gonzalez, he's a friend for for many years uh, with our family. And uh, during two years, he sent me uh, a bundles of uh, cigars, Nicaraguan cigars, to find uh, the the blending. So during two years, I I try. Every week, sometimes every 15 days, he sent me the, the bundles. And uh, after two years, we find this uh, this blending, the HR blending. So that's the reason right now we are smoking a, a good cigar. I've, I've
4: become a very big fan of Nicaraguan tobacco over the years. How do you feel that the Nicaraguan tobacco and, and soil compares to tobacco that you've grown up working with almost your whole life?
13: Well, you know, uh, the Nicaraguan tobacco... And Cuban tobacco, we use the same varieties. Uh, they are using uh, Criollo and Ida for the filler in Esteli, also in Jalapa, and also in Ecuador they are using the Habanos 2000. It's uh, the same variety what we use in Cuba. We use another ones, but that's one of right we use. And uh, I think, uh, well, years ago I made the mix between Nicaraguan cigars and Cuban cigars. You did. I used. Uh, my wrapper, and the bander, and also some leaves in the filler, I mix with the filler for Nicaragua. Also with Dominican Republic, I do it. Wow. It's nice cigars, very nice cigars.
4: So you're going to have some interesting projects up ahead, probably, the stuff you've worked yeah. in the past. We have to
13: do something for smokers. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Hirochi Romaina of H Cigar, HR Cigars, and we're going to have more with this very interesting man right after this.
0: Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., The Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kissmyashradio.com.
6: voted
3: the number one gentleman's club worldwide located on okotobian military trail for the sexiest scene in the city
6: come see us
3: at the spearmint rhino the premier upscale gentleman's club get ready to celebrate the good life with the monte cristo social club roadshow coming soon to a city near you enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like monte cristo Romeo y Julieta and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars, from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale.
11: This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Musielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory,
2: The makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available continue in this tradition with the new Oliva Series B Milanio, a full-flavored yet smooth smoke which recently received a 95 rating from Cigar Snob Magazine. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and an uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars.
4: Welcome back. Honest debut with my gang, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Sitting here with us in the house is Hirochi, Hirochi Robaina of Kubanacon HR Cigars. Once again, welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate you taking your time on Saturday joining us here on our radio for our listeners. Um, before the break, we were talking a little about Cuba and your grandfather, who was an icon in the country, and you, yourself, you seem to be able to travel very freely. And, you know, you know, we have. A lot of misconceptions here in the. US um, it, it's I always assumed it's very hard for people to travel outside of Cuba but I guess what you guys were mentioning during the break if you could afford to travel it's not very hard um, you mentioned there were they issue 20,000 visas almost every year yes so how often can you come to the states
13: well uh, to you, the United States I have a very good relation with the American Embassy in Cuba. Uh, we are in the same cigar smokers club club to be yeah the, the name of the club is uh, ambassador smokers oh, so wow. I'm one of the member so I have a very close relation and uh, I have a lot of a lot of friends here in the United States and uh, and and they give me five years visa
4: oh wow so you can come back and forth as, as, uh, as often
13: uh, right now man I can Came here to see the baseball game. Did you get to go to spring training yet? Every week, so I oh, kinda, I kinda came. Not yet, <laughs> Not yet? no. Yeah, it's no problem. Why didn't you see anything? Spring
4: training's over. I think t- today or tomorrow is the last game.
9: Yeah, work, <laughs> work. <I laughs> think On his next trip back, we're going to catch a Marlins game. I, I think there's. Oh, a, that's just
4: mean. I think there's either a Marlins or a Mets game um, tomorrow. I because I, 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 I was thinking about taking my daughter, so I think tomorrow is the last day. Cardinals Mets in Port St. Lucie. Um, there's a game tomorrow. It's the spring training. is pretty cool down here. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not much for baseball. I don't like going to a big stadium, but watching in a smaller stadium, though St. Lucie Stadium is pretty big. If you guys want, if you're here tomorrow, you want tickets. John could probably get you tickets. There you go. So mm-hmm. let them know. John will get you some tickets. But spring tra- I, I like the spring training. It's a smaller feel, yeah. especially the Roger Dean Stadium in Jupiter. I mean, no matter where you sit, it's a good view. They're, they feel like they're right in front of you. It's—it's—you it's, know—it's better than being, you know,
9: 800
4: feet up in the air looking down with your binoculars. It's—it's mm-hmm. pretty—it's pretty great. Um, so how? So you—but you've been traveling for years, all over the world. Yeah, I'm you, traveling. Very, I'm
13: traveled traveling for the last uh, 20 years.
4: What's your favorite part of the world?
13: Well, I've been in, in Asia, in China, in Myanmar, Singapore, Malaysia. Wow. In Africa, I've been in Lebanon, Egypt. Lebanon
4: before the war or after the war? Uh, before the war. Wow. So you you got to see it when it was really yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it
13: was uh, many destruction.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
13: In, uh, got destroyed a lot. Mm-hmm. And also in, in Europe, in many places. I've been in Italy 15 times, in Spain 18 times, Germany... Holland, Belgium, well, uh, also here in uh, Latin America, in Argentina, Ecuador, Mexico. So a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Now, I have to ask this, I'm being a little selfish because it's my own curiosity. Where did the name Hiroshi come from? It just doesn't seem to be the most Latin <laughs> yeah. name I ever heard. I can't imagine there's a lot of Hiroshis running around in Cuba. So
13: many people ask me the same thing. It's a very unique name for you know, Cuban descent. It's not usually in Cuba. Yeah. But uh, the point is, my, my father, he was working in Japan yeah. uh, before I born. So when my mother was pregnant, uh, she started to, to check uh, in, inside the business car of my father.
4: That's great. All the
13: business card was from Japanese people. And I have a good luck because she select Hiroshi.
4: Do you know which? Do you know what
13: business he was in? What? Do you remember what business? Ah, business is uh, was on the card. That the Hiroshi name I, was on. Is the account of water? Metros uh, 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 contadores, contadores, uh, contadores uh, de agua. Oh, one
4: water distributor. Uh, the, the water meter. Oh, water oh, meter. <laughs>
13: That's who you were named after. That's <laughs> yeah, great. The water meter I, I, guy. And the name, the name, <laughs> the name means means life in Japan. Wow. Oh. It's
4: a beautiful name. It's just, It was just Thank unusual. <laughs> I, I said,
13: how I, I does somebody get named Hiroshi?
4: I, I just had to ask. But that's a great story, too, actually. I'm glad you actually remembered the name, of, uh, what profession. Yeah, that's did the and, real thing in there. You
2: know, we were talking very briefly earlier about your grandfather, Alejandro, you know, the famed Cuban grower of tobacco and everything. And you were telling us about how you lived and worked with him and was a very integral part of your upbringing and getting you into the business. What would you say is the best piece
13: gave you? Well, everything was important. Yeah. Everything. Uh, the most important to to make a good cigar is to to be a, a very. Uh, you have to work a lot.
8: Mm-hmm.
13: You have to check every day the weather.
8: Mm-hmm.
13: Uh, you have to protect a lot the land. And work, work. Only You have to work. So basically just be very
2: meticulous at any time.
13: Yes. I have a very good luck because uh, uh, I have a good teacher. He teaches me all the secrets of uh, his life mm-hmm. and his father and grandfather life. So for me it was more easy, more easy to grow tobacco.
4: I have a technical question for you. You know, one of the questions I asked early on, especially after I went to Nicaragua, and I saw the fields and the process and how actually scientific it's become with chemicals and, you know, knowing what's going on. And, and I said to them, I said, you know, because they were talking about how they fight blue mold. You know, and I said, you know, you know, how how did they do it 150 years ago? You know, you, you didn't have this technology. They said 150 years ago there was no blue mold. You know, I mean, so right. as the problems cause, as technology goes with it, but have you you know, do you have you seen how technology has affected tobacco growing through the generations? Well, uh, what, what's one of the biggest breakthroughs you think you've seen in your lifetime?
13: hundred years ago, also doesn't exist, SIDA, uh, C I D, or El SIDA, a disease. Oh, AIDS. Yeah, yeah that, that was actually
4: the example that somebody said. There was, there was no AIDS, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that long ago. So and, uh, it changes.
13: But uh, the scientific, uh, what they do is to to make uh, new varieties stronger than the last one. To to protect the, the plant for the, the malady like uh, Blumo.
4: Right. So you've seen how technology has grown and, and yes, changed yes,
9: and developed. Yes, yes. Wow. Well, also Abe, on his, on his farm, uh, there's a gentleman. Named Ivan.
4: I'm sorry, Lawrence. i oh, introduce sorry. you. Lawrence, what exactly
9: do you do with the company? I'm the vice president of um, marketing and operations okay. down here in Miami.
4: And you do a lot of traveling with Hirochi? Yeah, I do all yeah. the
9: travel planning and uh, do all the visits with the Yeah, Excellent.
4: So I'm sorry. Go ahead,
9: Lawrence. Um, a gentleman named Ivan works very close with um, Hirochi on the farm. Uh, he's an, an agronomist. He really works in the scientific side on. Uh, maintaining the soil and doing a lot of testing and making sure using a lot of, you know, technology that they have to be able to make sure that they stay on top of a lot of uh, new trends and different things that happen so they can maintain, you know, the quality of the soil. So that's another piece, you know, that is a really great tool for Hiroshi as he's, you know, because there's only but so much that he can do, but having the right people in place to help maintain the farm has been really important for him.
4: Do you see any major differences, or what are the major differences between the soil in Nicaragua and the soil in Cuba?
13: Well, it's very similar.
4: Very similar. Very similar. Also, weather. Is the weather similar or different? Yes, also
13: weather is similar.
4: Is there there any differences that, that you had to acclimate to or adjust because of being in a different area?
13: I think the, the, the difference is uh, uh, Nicaragua have to do, have to make uh, his own varieties made in, in Nicaragua. So basically their if own he, strains, if you will. Yeah, if he, they made his own variety in Nicaragua, also they have to maintain the properties of the original variety, but made in Nicaragua is better for the Nicaraguan fisher, tobacco fisher.
4: Future, wow, amazing. I, I have to ask you because it's been such a hot topic. You know, a few months ago, obviously there was a, President Barack went on the air and released some sanctions in Cuba and changed some laws, and obviously it was a big huff. Our phone started ringing every day. Everybody thought, "Oh, when is the Cuban cigars coming?" You know, and we know it's going to be you know years, but everybody has such a different stance, and and you know, how how is it? that you feel or the people in Cuba feel about that news? Well, Cuban people
13: are very, very happy, man. They are. Very happy. Now, let's be be specific. The Cuban people in Cuba. Cuban people in Cuba. Also Cuban people here in the United States. Many people are very, very happy.
4: I think the younger generations are all right with it. I think some of the older people are still, you know, do you feel that would be a good
13: thing for Cuba? Of course. For Cuba and for the United States. It's nice. It's good, very good for business. It's very good for relationship. We do, you think p-
4: do you think it'll improve the quality of life in Cubans? Do you I mean of if, if, if they opened up trade, do you of think it would improve
13: the quality of life? Of course. It's good for every Cuban people in the island. Very good.
4: What about the people who feel that it shouldn't happen because they feel, you know, they're looking for. Um Restitution. I mean, you know, well, I, I peoples, don't think any type of restitution can be done are, at this point.
13: People are different. People have a different mind. Uh, I hope um, very soon that people change also. In time. Yeah. You know, China
4: is one of the biggest consumers of tobacco, but the United States is a large consumer of tobacco. Do you feel, because there's already been talk sometimes about some tobacco shortages in Cuba... Do you feel that Cuba could support the American demand should should trade open up in the United States? Because I imagine it's going to... I mean, we're very gluttonous here in America. We like a lot. Everything's a lot, the most, you know. Guys are going to want to go and start filling up the garages and stuff. Do, do, you, do you think that Cuba could support the demand if they opened up the United States?
13: Well, many people are worrying about uh, the about United States market when open, the market for cigars, Cuban cigars and also many people are worrying about chinese because they are millions yes yeah. many many smokers Biggest
4: consumers uh, of tobacco in the world yes
13: and uh, but i think it's not a problem because united states is only 45 minutes uh, between cuba and united states is only 45 minutes china is in another part of the world
4: but can they is there enough production can they make enough to fulfill the demand
13: well the production in cuba during a years uh, is uh, 100 million cigars a year. We have more land in our country to produce more. Still? Yes, more, more. D- uh, two times really? a little bit more. They could double the production. Yeah, wow. double the production. And uh, including if we uh, make double production, is enough because there's so many smokers here right, in the United right, States, in, right. in all the world. Right. Uh, what I think is Cuba have to, to, to produce more in the land, more in the factory, but also they have to maintain the quality. That's the more important is to maintain the quality, not the quantity.
4: There's and been a lot of rumors over the years that the quality of the Cuban cigars sometimes is on and off. And wh- What do you have to say about that?
13: Well, uh, Cuban cigars uh, have a little bit problem last year, for example, because the weather was very bad was very bad but for example this year we have a very big and good uh, harvest good harvest very very good very big and uh, i think in the next year it's coming better but remember we have a big enemy is the weather always Mm -hmm. it's very very big uh, enemy so i hope in, uh, in the future with the new technologies the machines to prepare the land uh, all the products to, to produce more tobacco arrive in our country, then we have the opportunity to produce more. Wow. Well,
4: we, we're going to do a break, but I want to talk a little oh, bit more absolutely. with Hiroshi Robaina. We're going to top off this hour. We're going to finish up uh, with him right after the break, so stay tuned. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio.
5: It's no secret there's a movement in this country to squash the rights of cigar smokers. These busybodies want to impose their will on cigar manufacturers, retailers, and smokers with exorbitant taxes and unfair restrictions. As a cigar enthusiast, you do have a voice in this fight, Cigar Rights of America. CRA is your partner in Washington and all 50 states in the struggle to preserve your rights to enjoy cigars at reasonable prices in traditional settings. For the price of a few cigars, just $35 a year, you can join CRA and support their efforts in your behalf. Join up today on the Smokers
1: Rights page at cigarstation.com. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock cut dark Connecticut wrapper together. They're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo and Yeho today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale.
12: Dujo,
11: Quay, Cuave, and Cucuano. Premium cigars. 100% handcrafted Nicaraguan blend. Consistency, balance, aroma, and strength. Dujo, Quay, Cuave, and Cucuano. The closest cigars to perfection.
3: To find your nearest retailer, visit cucubanosigars.com. With the launch of the Siri D, Eddie Ortega has returned to the classic roots of
0: cigar
2: making. Crafted in Nicaragua, the Ortega Siri D is now available in six classic sizes, from the four and a half by 48 number six to the newly released 6x60. Six available in both a Mexican Maduro and a Habano Rosado wrapper, Ortega cigars will delight and enthrall even the most demanding of cigar smokers. Stop by any smoking location and try an Ortega Siri D today. Ortega cigars, classic cigar sizes for classic smokers. Old
12: Christophe Cigars has taken the boutique cigar industry by storm. Made in the spirit of elite Cuban cigar, Christophe allows you to experience the rich flavor and tradition found in the finest Cuban blends. Christophe cigars are made using only the highest quality habano seed and double fermented premium tobaccos from around the world. With 14 premium hand blends to choose from, mild to full body, Kristoff has a blend that is sure to satisfy the most discriminating cigar aficionado. Discover your Kristoff today.
0: Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M.
4: back to all our loyal listeners libertarians and lovers of the leaf you are listening to hour two of kiss my ash radio and we are broadcasting live from the main cigar lounge at the world famous case monte cristo cigar bar here in the heart of Boynton beach florida if you're anywhere in the area please stop on by see our lovely anna give it up for anna anna where's anna anna fofana serving everybody cappuccinos and bottomless uh, bloody marys and uh, mimosas here In the studio, uh, we have probably one of our most interesting guests in a long time, uh, Hiroshi Robina of uh, Kubanacan and HR Cigars. And uh, once again, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Sharing your stories and everything going on. Did you have a question? Oh,
2: absolutely. You know, obviously, you've had a long history, and there's been a lot of great cigars probably that have come through. But do you have any particular cigar you would say was probably the favorite or best cigar you've ever had, or just any? particular cigar that stands out as possibly being the best cigar you ever smoked or the most memorable
13: well the best cigar what i've smoked in my life is my own cigar from my farm <laughs> that is that's, that's, that's a true
4: politician i didn't see that coming
13: <laughs> <laughs>
4: good answer um do you are you married
13: Yes. Do you I'm have Mary. children? I have four daughters.
4: Oh wow. gosh! I have three daughters and one boy. Oh, we just okay. had a boy.
13: Later, can you tell me how you make a boy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will tell you. <laughs> I will tell you
4: because it, it works. I'll tell you what it is. I can't say it on the air, but I'll tell you how to get the boy. But yeah, we had three daughters and I have a six-month-old mm-hmm. boy. Um, uh, how old are the girls?
13: Well, uh, the older have a uh, 13 years old. Another one have uh, 10. Nine, and the new one have only one year. Wow, old. Wow! Yes, uh, so we both have
4: newborns. So let me ask you a question: Do you see any of your children getting into the cigar business?
13: W- my daughters? Any of them? Yeah. Well, I hope uh, in the future one of uh, my daughter uh, decide to continue the tradition. Yeah, you you hope? Because for me it doesn't matter if it is a, w- a woman or a man, and I believe women uh, make better job than us.
4: Well, women have become more and more. Popular and, and, and pro- profound now in the cigar industry. I see a lot of women today in the cigar industry. So, yeah, it, um, you've got the Casada daughters, and there's, there's a lot of very... Uh, Yanni Garcia, there's a lot of very strong women in the cigar industry right very now. very strong, man. Yeah. Um, ha- have any of them shown any interest? Have, have any of your daughters shown any...
13: Well, one of my daughters, uh, the, uh, with nine years old, his name is Lai Ren. Oh, beautiful name. Uh, uh, she's interesting. She's interesting every every day is when we start the the to to plan the seed she is around me she asks me a questions so for me it's nice she likes it yes
4: my oldest daughter likes the shop too she likes coming here she comes for the show sometimes too great, man. she great. really she really gets into it mm-hmm. she wanted to come today but she had tennis practice <laughs> mommy said no
13: <laughs> <laughs>
4: mommy's mommy's the boss in my house when it comes always to the kids always women so. <laughs> always women are the boss yeah. <laughs> so What's one of what's one of um, what's one of your pastimes or s- s- things that you like to do when you come to the United States that you don't get a chance to do back home in Cuba?
13: Well, here in the United States, I like to, uh, to stay with the smokers, with the real smokers, because people he- feel when people feel passion about cigar i i feel very 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 happy and also to to meet uh, these stores stores like this one for example that's a beautiful stores with the nice friends and uh, shopping well shopping Do you like shopping
10: <laughs> <laughs> you like to go shopping yeah,
4: yeah 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 is there something that you like to buy are you a shoe guy Are you a belt guy Do you, what is it yeah, the huh? shop is. Is there something that you collect? Uh, I collect cigars. Cigars. Shops <laughs> with cigars. <laughs> a good, good answer. No,
9: Abe, when we were, uh, we did a, a trip through Texas, and, you know, uh, one of. Things that he really enjoyed was, you know, the, the the westerns and the cowboy get-ups. So I mean, you know, we've been picked up boots, <laughs> clothes, shirts, you know, cowboy hats. That's, that's you know, the, the thing like. that he takes back home, you know, and and he walks <laughs> through the airport, you know, wearing it, and it's I like I like this kind you know. of clothes. Yes,
13: I like a lot.
8: It. Well, he
13: in my in my place in in Cuba in Pinado Rio, and more near than United States than Havana.
4: Oh, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. You know, I have a a question because, you know, you've traveled the world, spent time with cigar smokers, and you spent time now in the last year in the United States. And, you know, here, in my whole lifetime, I've been mostly exposed to cigars made in other parts of the world, not Cuba predominantly. And, you know, when I travel abroad, they really aren't that, you know, the cigars that we smoke aren't that popular in Europe and other parts of the world. What differences do you think there are, or do you see any differences in the smokers outside the U.S. and the smokers in the U.S.?
13: Well, uh, it's a bit difference, bit difference because uh, people, for example, in Europe, they smoke a lot of uh, Habano cigars only. Predominantly, yes. Yes, and many people, for example, in China, they smoke. Well, they smoke China. They smoke all different cigars, but they they don't know about. The, the, really, the quality of cigars. This more uh, the the rinse, the label. The label, yes. Here in the United States, different.
4: Do you think uh, they're more knowledgeable uh, here? Uh,
13: people's people are more interesting. Are more education about cigars. They have more education about cigar. People can feel the difference between one cigar or another another one.
4: We have a caller who wants to ask you a question. Would you like to take a call? All right. On uh, on hold, I believe we have. Uh, Is he still on the hold? Pete? Pete, you there?
6: Yes,
2: he is. E? Colin says yes. And All right.
4: Pete's not there. <laughs> All apparently
2: right. wonderful. It's phone system still working well over at the C-View C- Studios. So
4: are there any plans? Um, are, are you going to spend time focusing on that? Which, by the way, is fabulous. I'm smoking mm. one of your cigars right now. Um, I assume the 1845 is when the family began, got in the cigar industry, that what the 1845 represents. Um, are there any plans? Are you working on any other projects or are you going to focus just on the lines you have out now
13: for a while? Well, we are working in another project. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are. <laughs> uh, uh, he's, uh, not getting, he's not getting <laughs> the clearance to talk about it. <laughs> we are trying to make uh, another kind of quality of cigars for different smokers.
4: Will will, um, will this be something that will be ready for the trade show? It's a it's a secret. Will the secret <laughs> be released? It's secret <laughs> no more. Will, will the secret be released in the trade yet. show? It's not no, ready no, yet. No clearance. No clearance. Well, listen for our listeners in New York, Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence, who's a vice president and marketing, um, you guys are doing an event this Tuesday.
9: Um, this Tuesday, there's a um, it's a charity uh, event. With the uh, people from Cigar Auto. they do an annual, you know, charity fundraiser event. Okay. With Marvin Schenken.
4: Oh, okay. The, the so you guys family. will be up. You guys will be up in New York. Yeah, just. Is that just, a night to remember? Is, that, is that already, night to already? Is it already been a year? Holy cow! Yeah, it's coming right up. Unbelievable. Yeah, next so you guys will be in New York. Are you going to visit any shops when you're up in New York? Nah, it's going to be a quick one because turn around. He's heading back to Cuba. Okay. Okay. So, okay. When you go back to Cuba, how long will you be there? In Cuba? Yeah.
13: Well, oh, well, I, I mean, how long
4: before you come back? How often do you yeah. go back and forth? Uh, Normally I come back every month to the United States. Wow. Every month.
13: So it's relatively
4: good. Did, did you ever bring your your family with you?
13: Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I hope in uh, next month uh, my family have the visa also uh, because I miss a lot my daughters. I I, I, I can't lot. imagine.
4: Yeah. You got to take them to Disney World. Yes, I <laughs> won. <World>. I, <laughs> I just got back from a week from Disney World, so right. <laughs> prepare to take a vacation when you get back because you're going to be beat up. But it's something else. It, it's I just took my three girls, and it was a dream, but it was it was very good. Well, Hiroshi, Lawrence, and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your stories with us. We wish you the best of luck and continued success, gentlemen. And thank we'll you know very if much. we don't see you sooner, we'll see you in the IPCPR. Of course. Thank you. All right, thanks. gentlemen. Great. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Exactly. Alright folks, uh, we're gonna time to find out. We're gonna see what's in the box going on in the world today. We got a box.
5: We got a box.
0: What? We got a box! To look inside. I'm gonna open it. Go look at it. Oh, uh, what's in the box? Let's
4: ask honest Abe. Cigar News. Alright, before we start the box, I want to big congratulations to Mike W of West Palm Beach. Mike W, you are our Zycar winner. Congratulations. We're gonna get that wonderful prize out to you. Now it's time to see what's in the box uh, for 32815. dollars Nat Sherman TAA. Yes, last year Nat Sherman released the Panamericana, a new line made solely for its Manhattan-based retail store, uh, the Nat Sherman Townhouse. Next month it will become available for members of the Tobacco Association of America, the TAA, as its newest cigar for the TAA exclusive series product. Um, The group of cigars are only offered to roughly about 80 members of the trade organization. The four sizes the line uses an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, filler and tobaccos from Costa Rica and Nicaragua. It's made at the Placencia Cigars SA in Esteli, and retail prices are from $8.50 to $12 a stick. For all you guys out there thinking you're smoking real Cuban cigars, here's a story. Counterfeit cigars remain a hefty problem uh, for both Cuban and not Cuban brands. While some companies invest in preventative anti-piracy measures, General Cigar Company who this is mainly, I guess, where they spend all their efforts instead of making cigars, has <laughs> taken a more direct approach and bought the fight directly to the source. The company has announced a massive takedown of a counterfeit cigar manufacturers and distributors spread throughout, where else? Florida. Florida. Teams of special agents from the Florida Division of Alcohol, Beverages, and Tobacco recently swooped into a warehouse and cigar retailer stores across Florida in a series of raids that resulted in the arrests of multiple individuals and the seizure of thousands of cigars bearing the names Cohiba, Macanudo, and Partagas. The Tampa office of the ABT began investigations more than a year ago at the request of General Cigar. As investigations developed, special agents and multiple ABT offices worked in tandem to gather intelligence on entities and individuals in Florida's suspected of involvement in the manufacture, distribution, and sale of counterfeit cigars. Cigars sealed, seized in raids have estimated a retail value in excess of $100,000 according to General Cigar. Special agents also seized tens of thousands of counterfeit cigar bands, boxes, and related paraphernalia, the value of which has yet to be calculated. Approximately 12 individuals have been arrested. The ABT has charged them with felony, forgery, counterfeiting of private labels, and related offenses under the Florida law. Investigations are ongoing with multiple arrests and seizures occurring throughout the state, including Clearwater, Davenport, Four Myers, Hollywood, Lutz, Oldemar, Palm Harbor, Tampa, and Wikiwaki.
7: Like Is up, that a real like, city? That's, like, oh, that's up there in the middle, north,
4: places, wow. central, uh, north, huh.
7: panhandle area.
4: And, of course, I know none of you saw this coming. There's a new Rocky Patel cigar. It's true. No, no, it's true. Listen, the guy's single, he's got nothing to do. What do you want from him?
8: <laughs> <laughs>
4: There's a new Rocky Patel cigar, Edge, arriving next month that commemorates the cigar's 10th anniversary. It wouldn't be terribly unexpected as the company is honoring a major anniversary of its most important seller and one of the best-selling markets cigars on the market. Only the Edge was <sighs> only the Edge was introduced in 2004. Still, the Rocky Patel Edge A10 year clearly states 10th anniversary on its boxes which will begin shipping the first week of April. It's a 6x52 Barber Pole cigar, which combines the Honduran Maduro and the Honduran Corojo wrappers from the original Edges. There's a new primary band, something that hasn't been seen on Edge previously, and the year does mark the 10th anniversary when the company put bands on the cigars as they were originally sold in their 100-count cabinets without bands. So congratulations to Rocky Patel. Um, after yep. this, what? Never met an anniversary you didn't like. No. Yeah, He's got anniversaries we don't even know about. All right. After this, Maha, what I've been waiting for all show, we're gonna to speak to Mistress Raven, and we're gonna punish our producer. Yeah, don't go anywhere.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Kiss
4: Yes,
0: it's mandatory.
4: The recently released Perdomo Double-Age 12-year vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun Grown, or Maduro, each Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage pairs extremely well with the finest Scotch whiskies, bourbons, and other fine spirits. Available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast.
3: Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in-small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigar. Cigars at your nearest tobacconist today.
4: Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, undeniably there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other. True Estates Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it.
2: Everyone loves Acid Cigars.
0: Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I'm thinking about my doorbell, when
10: you're gonna ring it, when you're gonna ring it. It's
4: Alright folks, welcome back. Honest Dave here. Uh, you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. We are broadcasting live from the main cigar bar. Everybody's gathering around right now, getting ready for Mistress Raven. I'm here with my gang, Adam Kader <laughs> Meister and the lovely lady. Ann. Woo! Were you excited?
7: I am. Just,
4: Sitting in our studio, all dressed up in leather and high heels, is Mistress Raven. Mistress Raven, hello.
14: Hi, how are you?
4: Very nice to meet you today.
14: Nice to meet you
4: too. I have to tell you, I'm very impressed because when I came in before the show started, you were sitting there all quiet and shy. I'm like, really? And you came out of the bathroom with a totally different attitude.
14: You have to change like
4: that. You changed like that. Uh, you just—you already started like busting on our producer, uh, calling him a wussy, uh, telling him not to cry. You get yeah. a little nervous?
2: Well, no, you no, know, I'm not nervous. No, of course not. Never.
4: Never. Not me. Oh yeah, this is gonna be priceless. So, listen, tell us a little bit about what you do and the lifestyle. Now, I'm assuming, do you just do dominatrix, or do you do the submissive side as well?
14: Submissive as well. You do both? Yeah.
4: Which do you prefer?
14: Dom.
4: You like reading like yeah. the dominatrix? Can I yeah. sit down over here? Yes. next condol- door. Are you scared? Yeah. She won't hit you until
7: yeah, you're Why did you put your jacket on?
2: <laughs> I have a shirt that uh, might not be uh, for photo ops.
14: So. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
2: it might be a cherry or something.
14: No, so, just know it's coming off. Oh, oh there you go. So, listen, tell
2: us...
4: Did you know at a young age you were going to be a dominant? Were you bossing the other kids around? Pick up my pencil. That's not a number two. I mean, Um, when did you start to realize this is something you were interested in?
14: I would say once I hit adolescence, it became something I started on.
4: Bossing kids around?
14: Not even, no, it was more intentional. Whoa, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. once, yeah, once I turned into a teenager, I was like, okay, I kind of like this. Like How did you
4: get exposed to it?
14: Um, different experiences in your childhood.
4: Do you remember yeah. your first experience?
14: Yeah.
4: Is this something we could share? <laughs> no.
14: Um, but, well, I guess, I mean, all childhood experiences aside, when I started actually inflicting pain upon others is me and my friends we would be at school and we'd be like okay how many bruises can we give each other wow. before the day <laughs> we'd sit in a circle and i it's like okay punch me here really so punch me here <laughs> and make sure you do it right we play the choking game all kinds of, yeah. like a
4: mini fight club <laughs> here going on here uh-huh. holy cow what's the most damage you've done to somebody
14: um
9: don't Any say broken nose. Yeah, I was going to say broken bones. nose. Don't
14: say broken nose. I don't break bones or anything, okay, good, but good. Um, I have left bruises from strangulation. Really? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Holy
4: cow. <laughs> yeah. And this is people like this? Yes. Wow.
14: Yeah. I wouldn't do it unless you did. No, obviously. Or besides him. Do you use a safe, do you use a safe word? Yeah, you have to.
4: Do you, do you have like a one you use all the time, or do you let them pick?
14: Um, I usually don't, but if they want, I'm like, hey, do you like this? And
4: What's the weirdest safe word you ever heard? Nothing that comes nothing, to mind? Yeah. Nothing that and comes to mind. And nothing's
14: weird to me. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. All
4: right. So, So tell us some of the things you do as a dominatrix. I mean, do you make them crawl on the floor? Do they lick your boot? Do you yeah. gag them up? Yeah.
14: Yeah. Or you tie them down. Um, CBT. CBT. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Okay. Well, <laughs> we everyone, don't know that's
4: radio. Problem. Everyone well, just go Google. If you that. don't know what CBT is, you're just gonna have to Google it. Yeah. Um, I mean, do, do, is is it is it very psychological? Do you have to demean them? Is it demeaning them? Is it? Um, what's it more about? I mean, is it about the physicalness? Is it about the psychologicalness? It's,
14: it's more. I would say it's more psychological. Physical comes into play to establish that psychological effect. You know, like you have to. If they want you to make them feel like complete trash, you have to physically and mentally make them feel like trash.
4: Really? Yes. How that's... mean how mean can you get? Do you get like real nasty? Yes. If you find something like deformed on their body, do you harp on it like mm-hmm. that? Oh, You're yeah. weak
14: and pathetic. Um,
4: <laughs> yeah. You're
14: ugly. I don't like your toes. Oh. <laughs>
4: yeah. wow, toes, you could relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> toes? <laughs> what? It's all right. You got Sasquatch feet. Oh. Wrong with. I am Sasquatch. What's I'm supposed gone? to have Sasquatch feet. She's looking at me. Yeah, I got Sasquatch feet. Wow. Oh,
7: wow. She just told me what CBT was. I tried to Google it, and now I can't. Okay.
4: <laughs>
7: CBT.
4: Oh, uh, I can find a way to say that on the air. <laughs> you Baseball know. and. It's, it's sausage and, and, and meatball torture. <laughs> sausage and meatball uh-huh. torture. That's all. That's a Holy thing. cow. Is that torture with devices? Um, They make devices for that, or is that um, just manhandling torture?
14: Both. They do have devices like
4: steel
14: and everything for that. Mm -hmm.
4: John! Hey guys! I got a new new segment. Boy, I'm learning a lot of stuff today. Is your
14: girlfriend listening?
4: Uh, Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) All right. So listen. Now, when you paddle. When you paddle somebody, seriously, how much are you putting into that swing?
14: As much as I can. Really? <laughs> oh,
4: i do it. Oh, this is great. All right, so for all you listeners here, our producer, John, as part of the Punished producer, Did we make a new Punished Producer? Yeah, we have. We can skip it, though. I, I kind of want to hear it. Can I haven't hear heard it, it yet. Yeah, okay. let's play the punish Producer segment.
6: We hate him as much as you do. And now it's time to make him pay. Hates punish the, the producer.
4: hates such a strong word. Well, oh, it's, it's somehow. Mr. Straven, are you ready to punish our producer? I
14: like this music. I most definitely. All know. right,
4: you should give him three hard swings. Just
9: oh yeah, Just don't hold
14: three. Just oh, you can do you
9: want. Oh, I
14: only three. No, no, you go I ahead. I'm whack going to away. As Anything as I want. Oh, right. as many as
9: you want. So I should I stand here?
4: Or? I
8: think you should like. You're you know, gonna put your arms on the table and uh, you're gonna bend over. Okay.
14: All right. <laughs> I don't want to hear no crying. Okay. No complaining. Alright. You're not gonna wuss out on me. No. Alright.
2: Okay. Is it somebody leave the door open? Is is there a draft in here or what is that? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> That's full swing? Come on girl, put some There
4: you go!
14: Whack that! <laughs> How you feeling anything yet? All these clothes, huh?
2: Is is, it, is that my
10: grandma back there who is Whoa! Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! oh <laughs> what <you're>
14: no! <laughs> <laughs> It still feels like a grandma, huh? Uh, Does it still feels like a oh,
4: grandma. Oh, I'm scared to stop her. That's a pretty oh, good. Oh, okay, That's we're good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it up for John. Woo! <laughs> I love oh. that one. Oh, you're going to Facebook, like, welts later?
2: Uh, yeah, I'll do that you guys want <laughs> Actually, can I put that on
8: Facebook? I don't know if I can I put think that you on can. Facebook.
2: Listen, anyone who
9: wants a good paddling, <laughs> Mrs. Raven's very good. Let me just say that. She's uh. excellent.
4: <laughs> you going to do it, Adam?
9: I, I haven't had Come a... Come on, take one
4: for the team. Adam. 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 Come on, take one. Adam. 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 Take one for the team. Adam. we got to get Adam to do one. Come on. Yeah, listen, take, yeah, we don't want you restrained. Take the headset off so you can get a nice, Adam needs a nice, good swing. I will do one. Listen, I just want you, I want to psychologically prepare you for this, okay? You don't realize how much pain I've wanted to inflict on him over the years. Oh, boy. But I haven't. So I want you to take all my energy and frustration. I really want to stab him on a regular basis, you know? Yeah, I I just just take all that energy and frustration, lay that right in there. It'll make me feel good. What? Nothing. He's himself. That's all he has to do. Oh, boy. Go ahead. Lean over, son.
2: Oh, boy. Mm. Just come on. One time. Okay, yeah. oh, oh,
8: oh, (laughs) Oh, my. Oh. No! Uh, good. Okay. oh yeah, Did that uh, excite you, Adam? Not no, no, no. What? what? Oh,
4: God. And he listens to her. Oh, my God.
8: <laughs> oh, come on. Ah.
4: Jeez. Oh, sick. And he listens to her. I love it. You just took control. I love it. I don't want her to get meaner to me. Mistress in, Raven, your
7: turn. Yeah, get up there. Listen,
4: Oi. before we go off the I air, if anybody's out, like, interested in your services or whatever, is, you have a website or something they can can they do on own own Facebook? Fan or page. just get a hold of us at Kiss My Edge Radio, and we'll
14: yeah. Uh, yeah, I work at the Treehouse off it's, of yeah. Military Trail in Purdy Lane. There you go. Um, right. Yeah, right next to the liquor store. The Treehouse in
4: in West Palm Beach. If you'd like to meet Mistress Raven, if you're out there and you want to get paddled, I highly suggest you go visit her. Uh, I need
7: to see a picture of a butt (laughs) and see what it looks like right now.
4: Right after this, I don't know how he's going to beat this segment, but we're going to speaker and award-winning radio host right after this. Life, liberty,
0: and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ass Radio.
2: Named after the
1: most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com.
7: Buying a home is the biggest investment you face. Choosing the right company to help makes all the difference. Property Transfer Services is a fully licensed professional title company that has been serving Florida, New Jersey, and the entire East Coast for over 22 years. Our team of experienced licensed title officers are here to work with the seller, buyer, realtor, builder, and bank to make sure that every transaction is a success. For more information on how Property Transfer Services can help you, call Michael Raff at 561-691-5950. Again, that's 561-691-5941. Property Transfer Services is the official sponsor of The Great Smoke.
6: Trill, Cabarete, Cuellar. Yes, Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I said Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. Get these cigar brands in your head because they are great and here to stay. So do yourself a favor. Go to your local retailer and say Trill, Cabarete, and Cuellar. I need to try these now. Top-rated cigars from Villager Cigars. It's a movement. For more information or to find a retailer near you, visit VilligerCigars.com.
3: Voted the number one Gentleman's Club worldwide. Well, located on Okotobian Military Trail. For the sexiest scene in the city. Come see us at
1: the Spearman Rhino. The premier upscale the Gentleman's Club. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com.
12: Tabacalera Zapata, a great mild to medium smoke with a creamy profile. This cigar, named after the company's founder, uses a rare Honduran Connecticut Oscuro wrapper draped atop a choice blend of Nicaraguan, San Andres, and Honduran long filler tobaccos. With hints of cream, molasses, earth, and tobacco mingle within cool billows of smoke. Tabacalera Zapata excludes a wonderful mild to medium-bodied profile, pairing like a charm with the mellow nature of the wrapper and its rich, dense core. Making this cigar an everyday smoke. Tabacalera Zapata, presented by Coots. To find your nearest tobacconist, visit Coots.com. That's K-U-U-T-S.com.
0: Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M.
4: Welcome back, folks. Honest Dave here. After a very
2: interesting segment here, I <laughs> kiss my Hash Radio, Anna, I'm going to need a bourbon over here. <laughs> Anna,
4: Anna, we need a bourbon for Adam. I'm going to need a
2: bourbon over here, please. Thanks.
4: you got no sound over yeah. there. Extra, so, ice, extra ice in that bourbon. Extra ice in that bourbon. No
12: soap. ice,
7: no nothing. So, gentlemen, I
4: just have to ask. John can't sit down. <laughs> i got to ask, you know, get a little aroused with that.
6: Uh, it's an inny now. It's not an
4: out It's an innie. You're done? Adam? uh, Adam, that had to be probably the most exciting thing you've done in a while.
2: um, Come on. Probably, well, exciting for who?
4: (laughs) Are you saying you didn't enjoy it? You came back for a third one after she told you.
2: I didn't want to make her mad. (laughs) Don't make the dominatrix mad. So
4: do you think this? you like no, this? No. You know, you're no, not into no, it?
2: Nope. Uh, no, um, no more no, paddling no, for Nope.
4: Nope. No. <laughs> I should have left my wallet in my back pocket. <laughs> it <saying that. laughs> didn't matter. She pulled no. your pants down. Man. Oh, yeah. You pants were getting, are
7: coming you down. You weren't getting
4: away with anything there. Oh. You, you were You were doomed. You that were doomed. Was, that was good. Woo. All right. We have a special guest today. We have <laughs> Jim Beach, serial entrepreneur, speaker, and award-winning radio host, as well as a best-selling Author, Jim Beach. Welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, luckily you're not in the studio. You might get have gotten paddled today.
15: <laughs> I don't know if I want
7: that. I didn't sign up
4: for that. <laughs> I don't, no, definitely what do you don't mean? That's that. what
7: comes with our interviews.
4: <laughs> so Jim, you uh, you know, you are uh, you're one of McGraw Hill's best selling authors and CNN calls you the Simon Cowell of small business. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do.
15: Well, I believe that anyone can be an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur, and that we can show them how to do that. I believe that the three things that everyone associates with being an entrepreneur are 100% wrong. People say you have to (laughs) be a creative person, you have to be a risk taker, and you have to be passionate about what you're doing. Well, I think all of those are wrong, and it prevents people... From actually, going
4: out and living the lifestyle that they want. You know, I got to question you on this because, as, as an entrepreneur myself, basically from childhood, you know, uh, my dad came to this country as an immigrant at the age of 25 and basically made himself his own businesses, and we grew up around it as children. And you know, I became a, a self employed person right out of college. Um, as an employer, you know, I have different employees, and I see people move up the ranks in my company and move out the ranks of my company. And, you know, this one thing I've just noticed is there's a certain intuitiveness that I can't teach people, that either it's within them they're going to thrive and survive and flourish, or it's not in their demeanor. So how do you say that anybody can do this? Because me personally, I haven't seen it because some people just don't have the drive or the ability or the motivation And sometimes, like I said, it just comes down to ability. So how is it that you can make anybody an entrepreneur?
15: Well, I will agree with you. If they don't have the drive or the motivation to get off the sofa, there's nothing that anyone can do. But if they will take their right hand and put it up over their head and say, I am going to do what it takes, and it's not that hard, then we can turn them into a successful entrepreneur. So I don't really care if you are a creative person. We can show you an idea, or you can go on Google and type in free business plans for under $500, and there are thousands of good businesses that you can start. I can give you the name of a book that you can buy and copy the steps in that book, and you will be making $75,000 profit in the first year. My wife did it. And I don't care about risk. I think taking risk is bad, and we can show you how to start a business for $500. And I think that you should reserve passion for the church, synagogue, mosque, and the bedroom with your wife. And (laughs) all of that, those are the excuses people say. Well, I can't take the risk right now. My boys are about to go off to college. So I can remove the creativity problem, the risk problem, and the passion problem I cannot remove the laziness problem. If you're more interested in Saturday night uh, sports or if you're more interested in watching football or watching Ooh. the Real Housewives of Miami, I can't help you. You're right. <laughs> if you're just lazy, you're going to be lazy forever. and that's We can't solve that. But I can show you the rest.
4: Now, when you say you show, do you show them via your website? Do you do seminars? Is it through uh, one of your, your best-selling books? Uh, it's, I guess, as high as number nine on Amazon, uh, school for startups, Um, how is it you uh, spread your message, Jim?
15: All of those ways. The book starts off with a a cute little story. I had just sold a 700-person business that I built, and I was teaching at a downtown university here in Atlanta, and my student said, you know, this entrepreneurship stuff is hard, and I said, no, it's not, and they said, yes, it is, and I said, no, it's not. And I made a bet with my class that I could start a business that semester make it 100% profitable that semester. And they got to choose the country and the industry that I would start the business in. Well, they chose Pakistan and furniture, and I had three months to build a profitable Pakistani furniture company right after 9-11. Well, I won the bet 12 semesters in a row, and so that's the stories that are in the book we also have a radio show now. We do podcasts. We do seminars. I travel all over the world. Just got back from India. Spreading the message that it's not creativity that should slow you down. It's not risk. It's not passion. The only thing, and I'll acknowledge this, Dave, the only thing that can slow you down is laziness.
4: Yeah, the will. The will not being there. Do do you, do you tour the country doing seminars as well?
15: Sure. I travel all over. I have some great company sponsors that you know, pay me to go around uh, UPS and Wells Fargo, for example, and we do give seminars, and we also teach all of this online. If you buy our book, there's a code at the back that gets you 80 hours of videos of my co-author Chris Hanks. He's the head of the entrepreneurship program at the University of Georgia. He and I spend 80 hours explaining our entire philosophy of low-risk entrepreneurship, the idea that Anyone can do it if you just follow our rules. One of our biggest rules is you're not allowed to spend more than $500 to start your business.
4: Wow. So let me ask something: Is, is your advice and what you teach mostly geared for people who want to do something for themselves and get started, or do you have do, do high-level executives reach out to you and say, "Listen, I want to better run my company, I want to improve my business"? Do you do any of that kind of work as well?
15: Sure, we do lots of work with established businesses. I'm working now with one of the coolest healthcare companies that I've ever seen. Uh, We do that, but my true passion is helping people like my wife, people who have a full-time job, but they want more income, they want more fulfillment. And my wife's story is 100% typical of what we can do. She made $68,000 profit in her first year, on a $535 investment. She works full-time. She cooks dinner for us every night, Dave. We have a four-year-old baby in the house, and she's pregnant again, and I had time to get pregnant with her. So her life is still not that big. <laughs> uh, in four oh, hours Bob. a week, four hours a week, she's now making 60000 $70,000 a year of profit. And those four hours are pretty enjoyable. We sit there and do the work together, and watch stupid television, Uh, it's an easy process. And that's what so many people refuse to believe. When I say, I can show you how to do this, people think, well, the BS meter goes up. Well, you know, I can show you what my wife has done. There's thousands of other people who have started similar businesses. There's really nothing sexy about it. The only thing that people have to get over is their programming that entrepreneurship has to be difficult. You know, to become a plumber, you have to be, uh, you know, join the union and maybe take some classes sure. and get a certificate. To become a doctor, you have to go to years of school. Well, to be an entrepreneur, all you have to do is put your right hand up over your head and say, me. And so entrepreneurs don't like that. You know, established entrepreneurs want you to think that what they did was special, that somehow they're better than you because they're more creative or more willing to take a big risk. I don't think any of that's true. I think anybody, can make $200,000 a year as an entrepreneur within a year or so from now if they just follow the rules that serial successful entrepreneurs use. I think if you talk to someone who started 20 businesses, they would tell you that they hate risk, and they do everything they can avoid do to avoid risk. They maybe get customers before they start their business. They maybe use other people's money. You know, Dave, if I could get a bunch of your money, I would gladly start a business because it's not going to risk me and my family. So, Dave, I'll go ahead and accept the check now. You can go ahead and mail me a check for $100,000, and I'll spend it really well on your behalf. But that reduces my risk and makes it easy for me to sleep at night.
4: You know, I I think the problem is, is that the profession or the field or the services that you provide, I mean, Every night that I'm up, there's a different guy on TV telling everybody how they become rich and how they become a millionaire. It seems like you know everybody's got a plan and a package. Um, you, do you feel that that's part of the problem? Is there so many I don't know, non-legitimate or or you know not realistic ways that people are just deafened by this and just think everybody's baloney? You
15: know, some of them are good and some of them are full of BS. And you have to sort through the good ones and the bad ones. Uh one of the things that I have done on my radio show is interviewed thousands of these people and sometimes I think they are full of BS and sometimes I see that they are very very successful the the system that I bought for my wife and it was a $35 system and that's a good indicator if they want $5,000 for their system at <laughs> BS if their system That's system how they're getting that's how they're getting
9: rich <laughs> or a
15: $9 book they're probably telling the truth and I found this right. system, and I'll tell you, you know, uh, who wrote the book. It's Skip McGrath. Uh, he used to be the president of a Fortune 500 company, and he quit and bought an island north of Seattle, and now he and his entire family, including four in-laws, all run a very similar business to what he does. Now, it's not sexy. If I were to tell you what the business is, and I gladly will, You'll go, oh, that's not sexy. That's really boring. I'm really disappointed now that I know what it is. It's not starting, you know, Facebook or something. It's not SpaceX. It doesn't involve rocket ships. But it made my wife $68,000 profit in the first year while she still had a full-time job, thereby reducing our risk. She didn't risk, you know, she didn't quit her job to start this. We still get her benefits. We still get her check every Friday.
4: Wow. And if people are interested in learning about this, they should buy uh, the book School. Is this in the School for Startups?
15: That's a, a great place to start, School for Startups, uh, schoolforstartups.com. And, you know, uh, I will gladly introduce anybody to real, legitimate entrepreneur educators who really can help you get on the path. Uh, I really believe, Dave, the hardest part is taking your hand away from the remote control and getting it up in the air and saying, me, 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 I'm going to work hard. I will not say that what we do is, you know, not time-consuming. My wife spends a good deal of time. There are entire weekends that we've done nothing but work on her business, you know, 18 hours a day. There are days where she doesn't go to work so that we can go to trade shows, to grow her business. It involves hard work. I think that's one of the good indicators. If someone tells you that their method is not going to take you a bunch of time and that you're not going to have to work hard, then it's probably not very true. I believe in hard work, and I think that there are smart people out there who have figured some things out that are willing to share them. And if you are willing to work hard and implement a good system, I think the chances of your success are close to
4: 100%. Now, Jim, where, where, do you have a website that people can go and visit and learn more information about what we talked about today?
15: Uh, schoolforstartups.com. And if you want to see the exact business that my wife started, go to McGrath, com, and I am no way affiliated with him. I do not get any, you know, rewards for talking about him except that that happens to be the system that we bought for my wife, and so I endorse it 100%, but I want everyone to understand that I'm not getting paid to endorse it. I'm just a guy who bought the system and it happened to work for us, and I think it could work for anyone. But the important thing is is that there's hundreds of other ideas that fit my model, and in the back of our book we have 40 businesses that you can start for under five hundred dollars and we give you the entire business plan and tell you exactly what to do all you have to do is just read two or three pages and then get away from the television throw the remote control away and go work hard so you know creativity is not the hard part there's millions of ideas out there just go on google and type in free business ideas and you'll find thousands of websites that give away the ideas Risk. Just don't spend more than $500. If you think you need to spend more than $500, you are doing something wrong.
4: Interesting. Jim Beach, entrepreneur, expert, and best-selling author. Jim, thank you so much for being on our show. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, keep up the great work, my friend.
15: Thank you so much for your time. I greatly appreciate it, and I hope everyone throws their remote control away.
4: All right. Uh, My
7: hand's up. My right hand is up, and I'm saying me right now.
4: (laughs) Thank you, Jim. Uh, Up ahead, our closing segment of Kiss My Ash Radio. Thank you very much.
8: Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe,
0: Adam K., the Brewmeister, and Lady M. Listen to the show anywhere in the
3: free world at
0: kissmyashradio.com.
3: Everyone rates cigars, but very few cigars can say that they have been the number one cigar in the free world. The Aging Room Quattro F55 Concerto is one such cigar. Ranked as the number two cigar in Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of 2013, the Aging Room Concerto features Dominican fillers and binders and is wrapped in an exquisite 10-year-old Sumatran wrapper. This medium-bodied, full-flavored cigar is full of creamy sweetness time and time again. Aging Room cigars, small batches, limited production unlimited enjoyment
0: When you light a Davidoff cigar you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities time The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours the time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years, the time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled.
2: The Oliva family.
0: Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Oh, welcome back,
4: folks. Honest Dave here with my gang, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely lady. Very interesting show today, I have to say.
2: I still need a bourbon, Anna. Anna, where's his
4: bourbon? This guy needs a bourbon. He needs a bourbon. Are you cold? Jumping jacks, girl. Jumping jacks. Yay. Try wearing a little more clothes. Anyways, no, I was just kidding about that. (laughs) Please don't.
7: That's the uniform you make them wear. Not the shorts.
4: Not the short shorts. All right. It's time courtesy of CLE and Assam Cigars to see who belongs in a Cigar Insane Asylum.
0: Welcome to the Cigar Asylum.
2: Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes.
0: Where logic and reason cease to exist.
4: I I, I really have to say, oh, is, is Mr. Straven still in the house? You, you may get a kick out of this one here. Abusive and jealous husband uses superglue on his wife's vagina. Yeah.
7: That's terrible.
4: John, what's the matter? I love why you get John in these moods. He's just... (laughs) It's a true story. 40-year-old woman's husband allegedly applied superglue to her vagina because he thought she was cheating on him. Yep. The South African woman whose name is being held to protect her privacy said her husband had been abusive in the past. No kidding. My husband was an abusive man for many years, she told News 24. His abuse spiraled out of control when my uncle dropped me off at our home. Then he accused me of cheating on him with my uncle. It was shocking because he knew my uncle well and even greeted him nicely when the woman woman said that her husband yelled at her before declaring that he was going to teach her a lesson. At that point, he took out a machete. Who has a machete lying around the house? I do. You do not. Yeah,
7: Duncan has a machete in the garage. For what, fish? Uh, chopping wood, coconuts off of trees. You know. Good
4: to know. there's coconuts. a ho-
7: Mainly Word advi- get coconuts. Word of advice,
4: don't ever get Lady M pissed off. There's a machete <laughs> in the house. Holy cow. At that point, he took out a machete and ordered her to undress and spread her legs. She said that her husband had tried to cut off her hand with the machete before, but that she had escaped. And you're still there? Come on. This time he threatened to kill her. He took out a panga, what's a panga, and ordered me to take off my clothes, explained the victim. Yeah, look, a panga. Anybody know what it a panga It might
2: be a South African thing, because <laughs> I think the story takes place in South Africa. As I
4: started doing that, he told me that if I didn't do it, he would chop off my head with the panga. I guess it's, like, a machete. it's like another machete. Yeah. yeah. He had previously tried to chop, yeah, okay, This time I'm to escape. The woman lay screaming and crying. Her husband applied super glue to her vagina, scarring her for life. She said that she'll never have sex again, and that it still hurts to pee. God. The man fled immediately after committing the horrible act that has not been seen since. Really? I want to press charges, but he fled and has not been seen since the incident. I am scared that he might come back any time and remove my head. Yeah, it's a South African story. Well, whatever your name is, you are without a doubt belong in a SCR insane asylum. Awful, awful, awful story. Ooh. That's a good
7: I'm keegling right I now. I hear you. I see you. <laughs> <It> hurts. <laughs>
4: Do we know who's on the show next week? It, oh, he is?
7: Well, no, he's co-hosting for Lady M.
4: Oh, okay. Do we have any uh, guests next week? Who's on? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Check out our site at www.kissmyashradio.com. At some point, we hope you enjoyed the show, folks. Once again, my traditional closing, life is short. Save the moments to count. And never be afraid to express how you feel, because if anybody doesn't like it, just paddle them. Apparently. Be merciless, spare no cigars, smoke them all, let God sort them out.